Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Cobb, with a C, brought to you by <laughs> Deary Brothers, Ford Lincoln, Patrick Eads, and his staff at Mormon Trek, Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars, GT Car and his crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling, Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Big Dog Satellite Internet and Solar, don't call an 800 number. Call Kevin and his crew at Big Dog, a premier dish authorized retailer at 338-6600. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyokin in the Amanas. Dirk Sterner Taxidermy. Player Sports Bar and Grill, downtown and Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. From Hawk Fanatic with a C, hawkfanatic.com, here's Pat Hardy. Hi, Pat. Good morning. Without a C. You guys having a good morning? Ah, yes. Could have been. Yeah, I Could guess. Yeah, Walked my dog. Yeah. Uh, Got up, saw the moon. Did you really? Yeah. Was it cool? Yeah, yeah, it's the moon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Did you take Wopsy for a walk too? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that's what "walk my dog" meant. Yeah. No, it was not, it was not a euphemism. I give my dog Wopsy a walk. Okay. Yeah, my dog. Is, no euphemisms. My dog is healed. <laughs> you guys were talking politics when I walked in. Yeah. Yeah, so they passed that infrastructure I, bill. I saw or whatever. That. Well, the, Excuse me, build, build back, back better. better. How's that different than infrastructure? Is that part of infrastructure? Just, no, no it infra- points at different things. Yeah. What does build back better point to? Uh, child care, okay. uh, you know, a certain amount of leave. Um, Sick leave? I mean, like family leave. Family, family leave. leave. Okay. Uh, it also uh, lets Medicare. Uh, deal with the uh, pharmaceutical uh, companies okay. and okay. get a better deal. Um, and um, I mean, there's a lot. Sounds like a bunch of stuff we could all benefit so, from. Well, one would think. Yeah, I mean, it's got some good stuff. A lot of it is uh, climate uh, en- oriented, environmental stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that's obviously divisive. And we will not yeah. go over well with that, the is, Republicans. Is that why that they don't care? Is that why that guy? filibuster for eight. could you imagine sitting through that for eight and a half hours no i wouldn't you can get up and leave can't you or what's yeah, the protocol but i mean there? it was just it's you know they wanted they wanted the democrats to stay there so that they could say they passed it in the dead of night and the democrats said we're not doing that yeah. i mean that's what that's what it's the actually whole getting more publicity was. now yeah 
That was a whole intent. Think about it, though. I could. I don't think I could filibuster for eight and a half hours. No. I, what? I mean, I, that's pretty impressive. Even though it's nutty, it's pretty impressive. The fact that somebody can stand there and talk about just crap and not for. I've been on since five, and I'll be but it's, on that's till different. noon. That's different. You sit down. You get your little breaks. You got the. You got your bathroom over here that you rush to. Hey, pop Jim, machine. Jimmy Stewart did it, and Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I have not seen that. He oh. filibustered for many hours. Yeah. Yes, it can be done. Yeah. Oh, I know it can be done. I mean, I just, I just saw it. Yeah, I'm just, even it's, though I find they'd, it stunning. Yeah, they'd stop the filming and <laughs> come back the next day. Yeah. <laughs> it can yeah. be done. So did what's his name? I can, did he take any breaks? <laughs> I don't know. Do you get breaks when you're filibustering? Uh. Uh-uh. Well, he was. Yeah, I think you do. He wasn't filibustering. Well, he was standing there. It's not yeah, talking it's for not, eight hours. Just talking for eight. But hours. did he take any breaks? Do we know? Did I he don't get a water break, so. a pee break? Oh, he had water. He had water. Did he take a pee break? Yeah, I think he peed in. They showed him just soiling himself, yeah, crapping himself. Yeah, well, that's what the republic. Well, from the age of a lot of the politicians <laughs> on both parties, anyone who stayed through that, there was probably a lot of crap in that room before it was over. Oh, I couldn't stay for eight hours without peeing. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. I mean, that's in. Well, I think you just, you know, maybe had like a bag uh, or catheter. Like a, or what do you call those? A catheter. Yeah, but the bags, were they coloscopy bags out there? You're saying he had one of those? No, I don't think so. He didn't have a colostomy <laughs> bag. <laughs> big ba- big basketball game last night. <laughs> yeah, were you there? Yes, I was. He did not get his tenderloin. I'll let you take it from here, Shooter. (laughs) I did not get my tenderloin. The line was too long. I didn't go up for concession. Iowa gives us a $12. When I walked by there, an hour, hour 45 minutes before the game, 27 deep in the concession stand. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So we ended up going to get a, we got a beer uh, and went to the pizza ranch thing. They each got a little pizza, which was not very good. And I was ravenous after I ate it. I mean, there's just there was nothing to it. Well, how much was it? Eight fifty. So yeah, we're not doing that again. Well, you only go to Pizza Ranch for chicken. I heard and they I heard they improved their pizza though. Well, they, 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 they did. It. They did, but but not at this in this instance. I mean, the pizza is the thin you know the thinnest possible crust you can imagine with. Scant toppings. My guess is they prepare them all at one time and then they sit there for a while. They, sure, that doesn't help. But what Halas told me when he went up there, it, there was nobody manning the pizza stand and there was no pizzas. It was just it was vacant. Well, there was plenty of pizza when we got there, so, uh, but yeah. that was like you know ten minutes before the game. But you know, I maybe would have used that voucher because I appreciate them giving it, but I did. I counted there was twenty seven, and then yeah. there was forty one people waiting there, or no, forty seven people waiting in line for ice cream. And there couldn't have been, what, 4,000 people there last night? 5,000? At most. Yeah, I mean, it was not a... It's funny you say that because when we got there, there was no line at the pizza... Well, there were five people in line at the pizza place. Big line at the food stands and the ice cream. There were five people deep is all. When did you get there? About 10 minutes before game time. Oh, okay, yeah. By then, a lot of those people, they were in in their seats. Yeah. Ice cream, those lines... Because I usually leave my house. If it's a 7 o'clock game, I leave it... There was 6 o'clock last night. I left a little after 5, so I get over to the arena. Parking was simple. There wasn't much traffic. Right? So by the time I'd like to get there a half an hour to 40 minutes to a half an hour before, and then the, it was just I couldn't believe how many. Cause, but there really weren't that many people in the arena. No, I think the problem was it's a 6 o'clock start, so people said, well, let's just eat at the arena. 
Yeah. And whereas 7 o'clock, let's eat before we go. Well, and the other problem is that they had at least two or three of the concession stands shut down. Well, that too. Yeah. I mean, that's a big problem. Hello. Hello. Hi. What are all the people doing? They go to basketball games to eat? Well, if they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> don't you eat? I always try to eat before I go. I just don't have the money to spend when I get over there. Well, there's that. Yeah, that uh, our two bad pizzas, the beers were good, but the two bad pizzas were still over 40 bucks. Yes, yeah, I would never spend it. Yeah, well, we ain't going to do it again. I'm media, so I don't know that experience, but that's a lot of money. Yeah, we're not doing that again. It just wasn't good enough. Well, and then the well, pro- what did you think of the game? Not much. It was boring. Uh, well, we saw two records, at least. Yeah, 23. What was it? 23, 23 pointers. 23 made. pointers. But from a game standpoint, it was a no. terrible game. No. It was no drama. It was just more of the same. And there's two more of them now. Yeah. And finally, you get through these first six, and they can start playing games that, I mean, they all count, but these first six are just brutal. So I mean, these were just to give guys experience and to get wins. To get wins. That's it. Yeah. And usually, usually the, don't the men go someplace for Thanksgiving? They're not. Not always, year. but sometimes. But just this year, they happen to not be doing that. And the, whim, the women are going to the Cancun. The women are going to Cancun. Yeah. Not an echo. And so is Suter. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, yeah and then uh, what did you think of the women's game? Um, I thought it was, it was, it was good. Um, I thought those other gals were pretty fast. They, they had some speed. Um, but they had no chance of winning. No. It no. was similar to the men's games right now. Now the game at U and I, and they played Drake on Sunday. Those are, but these non-conference games, these are just foregone conclusions. Oh, they are, and there uh, are chances for those teams to make money and for Iowa just to get wins. And Caitlin having a triple double was good. But don't try to tell me that Iowa and Drake, there's no place on the schedule for Iowa to play Drake. Of course there is. It's so obvious. Of course there is. Well, the women and men used to play. You and I and Drake and Iowa State, both of them. But the women still do, but the men don't now. Yeah, I know. So why'd they stop it? Well, they said because they didn't have enough scheduling spots with increased conference Yeah, and then then they go stick all these other little teams in there? Well, as I was saying, they they claim they don't have scheduling spots, but they do. They just don't want to do it anymore because... Because those teams got better, and they don't want to risk losing to them on the road. It's probably they would never say that, but that's kind of how it is. And same with Iowa State. They just don't well, want to risk. They just don't want to risk losing to you and I and Drake on the. And they don't want to have to give up, I guess, a home gate to go there. And there's a lot of reasons, but I mean, there was really no good reason when Iowa and Iowa State both pulled out of the series, other than the fact they don't want to risk losing to them. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Okay, guys, let's. Hope for well tonight. There's wrestling. I tell you, they have everything all at once, and then pretty soon there'll be a week or two with nothing. Yeah, no, that's true. And uh, yeah, it's been crazy. My advice would be. I mean, they had something Sunday, and then they didn't have anything Monday, and then they have something Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, we got nothing tonight. Oh, we got wrestling yeah, there's, tonight. There's wrestling. Yeah, tonight. yeah, but I'm not going. So then well, I guess it doesn't matter. Some of us are. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you might get a better piece of pizza. <laughs> you might. Well, I don't know. There might be a lot of people there too, and they all might want pizza. That's true. Or ice cream. I've seen some people leave at the one quarter to go up and get ice cream, and they come down 
two quarters later. <laughs> hey, I did that when Licklider was was coaching, oh, well. and I didn't miss a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, well, have a good day. Bye. Be 12 to 6, you'd come back 12 minutes later, and it was 12 to 8. Yeah. <laughs> but tonight, yeah, for fans, I would get there as early as possible. Or, I mean, parking's going to be, I don't want to say it's going to be a disaster, but it's the same setup as last Friday because all the RVs will be in the dental lot by 6 yep. o'clock. And they have the media and everyone parked down low. But last week, with what what were there for that Friday game? Maybe 7,000 fans, maybe? Maybe. At the, tonight, I believe there's going to be double that. Yeah, no, and exactly. it's going to be just a quack. Because like I said, it took me 25 minutes to get from one end of the arena to the other on Elliott Drive. I mean, it was standstill. And I can maybe a week later they'll have a little more of a routine going down, but just be prepared to have a lot of gridlock over there. with Because yep. wrestling has sold out their season tickets. This is the first match, and um, it's, um, it's going to be crazy over yes, there. Yes, it it's is. It's going to be absolutely crazy over there. What time is uh, the first match? I think 7.30. 7? 7, 7, I think 7.30, I believe. Well, at least that gives them time to clear out all the you know people, the workers and stuff from the dental college. Oh, yeah, because I, when I was driving in last night, parking at like 5.15, there was a ton of cars leaving the dental. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. forgot to realize, man, these are people leaving. Um, not everybody's going to the men's game, I should say. And then when you get into the arena, you realize that not. I mean, I, tw- I, I guess I pissed off a couple of Iowa fans by tweeting. The last two games, I've tweeted out a picture of the student section. And I know, these, I know these games are not good, and I, but wouldn't you think that just maybe a few students would go? What else? I mean, there's, it's not like there's a ton to do. This is a men's basketball team. It's, I, there's, there's hardly any students there. I mean, None. don't you think you come out better if you let the students in for free? At least they spend some money at the concessions. I've written, that, I've, I've written that to the point where I don't know if writing it again is just kind of silly. I've probably written that column over the last 15 years three times. I, you know, I know, but they just don't. what doesn't make sense about that? The students aren't going to come. They well, they used to tell me that it cheapens the product. You know, and I, that was, and I remember saying to myself, you know, hiring Todd Licklider cheapens the product more than letting the students. Well, in. when you when you get what all the students pay for everything, everything, yes, it, yes, yes, then they, it, I don't know how you can even say that with a straight face. I know, but it was said you know, to me. And the said, other, yeah, I, I know. The and other thing just, is, is people bitch because, well, I have to buy my season tickets. Why don't they? You know, Because they're don't, students. Yes, yeah. I don't mind at all. Yeah. If I couldn't afford to buy my tickets, I wouldn't. It's their four or five years where they are in that unique category. And it's their team. It's their team. It's their school. And they're paying tons anyway. Yes. I mean, yeah. out-of-state tuition is insane. And I've just never understood that, but I just, it just never, not like my column in the Press Citizen or for my websites are going to make any difference, but you know, I mean, I've written it enough. And, I mean, and don't the Duke students get in yes. free? Yes. What about Michigan State? That one I'm not sure of. I'm not sure I would North have. Northwestern does. Yeah. And I just, I just don't get it. I mean, last night, the last two nights have just, I mean, well, and then some people are like, God, it's Alabama State. What do you expect? Well, I mean, it's a basketball game for. Iowa, I mean, there's just no students there, none. No, and that's where your energy is going to come from. That they're young, they have the energy. And I, I guess I'm old. I've got some money. So, do you think this team, if it would have made a run to the Elite Eight last year or something, you think there'd be maybe be a little more momentum? No. I don't think there would be either. No. I don't. I think it's become so routine and so comfortable for 
students and fans not to go to games like this. And the only time they really get it going is if it's a really good Big Ten opponent and they're playing well. I mean, if none of the, if those things aren't there, that arena, even against some decent teams sometimes, is going to be half empty. And I, I just feel bad for the players. I mean, they're doing that national anthem, and those players are staring right into the student section. I mean, do you think that helps recruiting? I don't. No. God, no. You know, of course, when I tweeted that, Iowa State fans jumped all over it. Well, and they do have a – where they can talk in this case because their students do show up more than – And do they have to pay? That I don't know. I um, – but they show up way more than Iowa students do. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I guess I'm not really criticized. I'm more just mystified as to why it's not any part of the entertainment option for students. And, and you know, the other thing is, is sometimes they say, tonight students get in free, but they're not in the habit of going. No, so they don't know. So they, it's just you're... And some people have said, well, the arena's too far away. I mean, they've got transportation... If you just keep finding excuses for not to go, then people are not going to go. And it seems like that's another thing like people like to do is find excuses for not, for not wanting to go. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Then don't go, but then don't bitch when you only have an arena that's half full. And I mean, last night, what was it, two-thirds empty? I would say so, yeah. Hello. But, hey, the other thing that they're really missing with not letting students in free – is also the future alumni contributors. Yeah. Yes. And you, I mean, you go to those games, you establish a tradition for yourself, and and they're not going. When I went to and for your family. Third. Yeah, exactly. I was I went I was there right before you or during the same time you were there, Captain. And you know we could go in with our ID to the basketball game. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Um, I think it was five bucks for football. Uh, you had to go, you know, get a. Ticket, it was. It was five dollars. They're they're really missing the boat. I mean, I keep getting all this stuff from the University of Iowa. You know, contribute your house when you die and all this crap. You know, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they're they're really missing by not letting them in free. I think. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think they're completely missing the boat. Yeah. Contribute your house. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Turn your estate over when you die. Ignore your family and give it to us. Contribute your house. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm supposed. I'm I'm sorry, but I throw that stuff in the trash. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm still living in my house. So, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But but you know what I'm saying? You probably get them, Captain. It's like, oh, yeah. No, I do. I get get contribute your house. Keep talking to Was that the four kids thing that you're talking about? I get contribute to house uh, to, but there's an organization, something for kids, blah 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 blah, I, and they say, "Give us your house, give us your car, yeah. give us your savings for kids," but they don't say what it's for, what they do with it. Uh, this I, is the I, university. I didn't go that far with it, but well, this I, isn't that because it's estate planning, and then oh, by the way, yeah, you're going to give us some of your stuff when you die. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not me either. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I mean, I give money every year, and I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to support the athletics and the kids. I'm all for them. I'm all for the NIL crap. I mean, anything the kids can do, I'm, I'm all for the kids. I got contacted by the um, some branch of public radio here, uh, and th- they would like me to contribute the station to them. Seriously. Well, the Catholics have asked us. No, the Catholics have asked that yeah. too. But this isn't the Catholics. No. This Did is... the Catholics want to give you any money? No. Uh, no. 
No, I can deduct it off my taxes. Like I've got, you know, like millions to deduct. To hell. No, the Catholics did not want to give me any money, and nor does uh, nor does public radio. So, so I'm assuming you turned them both down. Well, we're sitting here. <laughs> True. We are sitting here. <laughs> Hello. It's your turn. I said hello. Sounds like the student section. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, the wrestling meets at 7, Hardy. Thank you. Oh, okay. 7. Thanks. Yeah. I guess we're on a last name basis. Mr. Hardy, do you? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was 7.30 for some reason, but I, I and it's so hard to keep track of all this stuff. So, yeah, 7 o'clock, and then the football game tomorrow is at that unusual time of 1 p.m. And we're going to have to haul ass <laughs> to get out of here after our show tomorrow. Well, you Hello. Are, not, not me. So I got to get ready for the tailgate. Um, that's going to be a bitch. Hello. I would tell you that uh, wasn't that long ago a team like Alabama State and the Lick Rider would have come in and beat us by 15, though. So, you know. Uh, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I know where you're coming from, North Carolina Central. That team last night was not very good. But it was also playing its fifth game in 10 days. Yeah, and they, only, they only lost to Iowa State by eight. Yeah. I mean, I well, was, that was the team tonight. Was that the team last night? Yeah. And that was, they missed yeah, 19. Yeah. Iowa State missed 19 to 20. I'm not going to read. I mean, I, I've got people already. I mean, I had somebody telling me last night that Iowa won't be tested until, like, January. I'm, Say what? I mean, it's just, just that's the problem with these types of games is they create this false perception that the team might be better than it really is. Let's just wait and see. I mean, I've got people telling me, wow, I didn't realize that we are this good. We're a lock to make the tournament. Just tons of reaction after four games. Oh, and I've had people say, oh, we're going to go. This team's going to make a deep run in the tournament. I mean, no, they're not. We, well, we don't know. It might, but, I mean, we can't base that on who they beat. Hey, can I ask you, as Kingsbury's son, is he still a walk-on? I didn't see him on the court last night. He's in street clothes. I'm not sure if he's much good. But, yeah, he's been on the bench. He just He's not in uniform. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yep. Um, Patrick McCaffrey didn't play last night because of a sore leg. I, I and France says he thinks he'll be back Monday. I think that's smart. If he's got any pain, yeah. you don't need him in a game like this. No. I mean, it just it, to me that would be counterproductive playing him. We got to see a night, Chris Murray. It was nice to see him nice make to some see shots. Him. Toussaint, and... If Toussaint could play like he did last night in every game, they oh whatever. he looked. Excellent. I mean, he looked great. He, he, he made did. mid-range jumpers. He made two threes. But and I'm not. To, I don't want to be gloom and doom, but that's not going to happen, though. You know no, that's not going to happen. No, because the competition's going to be so much better. Yeah, and but and almost every every night in the Big Ten is going to be a better competition. Some of the fans are every know, night are stirred up by uh, the commentary on Big Ten Network too. Well, that's what Big Ten Network does. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, make they it, just have you ever heard Gary, Jerry Donardo say a bad uh, thing about any Big Ten team? Well, they, no, well, they can't. They just, I don't really think they can. <laughs> no. And no. I, you know, like I said, I expected them to be 4-0. I expected them to have won all these games by huge margins. They've won all by at least 17. Yeah. I expected Keegan Murray to be productive, not this productive. To me, that's been the storyline so far. Yeah. He's averaging 25 points a game, basically. That won't continue. I mean, they, I, I mean, he won't, I don't think he's going to continue scoring at this pace. But I, I'm not ready to say that I've seen this, wow, this team's so good that I was all wrong. Because it's not like I had them terrible coming in. I had them finishing somewhere between like six and nine. And I'm not, I haven't really changed that. I had between six and ten. Yeah, and I haven't really changed much of that right now. I haven't seen enough to say they're going to be better or worse than what I originally thought. That's the problem with having a schedule like this. You don't learn anything about them right no. now. Hello? 
Yeah, just uh, too delayed, but uh, have you touched on the uh, new hire for the women's wrestling coach? Clarissa Chun? No, we have, um, we have not, uh-huh. but she's a bronze medalist from 2012. Your, your thoughts? Uh, good hire? I, you know, I mean, Captain, you know a lot more about women's wrestling than I do. Why don't you take this over? <laughs> I, I, sir, I don't know. I, I read her profile. She's, I mean, she's very qualified. It sure I mean, looks she like it. for USA Wrestling. Yeah. She's a 2012 bronze medalist. She's a two-time Olympian. I mean, she seems to be connected at all levels that you need to build a program. Plus, she has credibility because she credibility because she was really good i mean i think that helps obviously well and wouldn't it be hard to have a better resume than she has no, in yeah, women's I, wrestling no, i, I mean, don't yeah. think you can yeah. it's really good it's a very impressive right what i was joking about is i just don't know a lot about women's wrestling to know like if somebody was asking about college football i would know like who are some of the hot young assistants and blah 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 but with this, I just trust Iowa. And I think Iowa is so connected in wrestling that they're gonna, they were going to make a good hire with this. They weren't going to just yeah. – I don't think they were going to like, God, look at the lack of experience for this person. No. I think the best candidate got the job, and my guess is she got it over a lot of other worthy candidates. Well, I, mean, yeah, I would think so. She's got a hell of a resume, but I don't know anything about – And I believe – is she originally from Hawaii? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was – I didn't expect it to be this soon, but they said it was – they were going to try to get going as quickly as they could because now they can move forward. They have a coach. They have an identity now. And so hopefully we answer the gentleman's question. But, yeah, I, I read her profile. I'm like, Jesus, no wonder they hired well, her. They just kept me. Oh, here's another paragraph of what she did. Here's that's, another paragraph. That's what I, I didn't retain. I couldn't run down what she – but she did. I mean, the resume, as I looked at it, was damn ex- yeah. you know, impressive. I guess if you wanted to be a real – why didn't she win a gold medal? They couldn't have found a gold medalist? Jeez. <laughs> Tom Brands is a gold medalist. What kind of place is Barta running? (laughs) But no, I think it's it's a good hire, and it'll be interesting to see how that sport does. I mean, how they draw. Will their matches be at Extreme Arena, do you think? Uh, They should should be. be. They should be. Uh, Yeah, but I, I don't know. They should be. They should be. Well, I'm going to be interested in see who they hire in volleyball. I don't know that they will be because they want it to be uh, on the. It, it doesn't. Yeah, they should be because of the seating and the and the demand. But I think they'll want it to be equal. They'll want to present this. We're equal to the man. Uh, okay. oh, no, I see what you're saying, but to yeah. me, there's a way to present that without it being we're not equal to the men. I think there's a way of saying yeah. you know, this is a really neat building. It's a unique setup. Oh. With the kind of crowd that we expect, we can pack that whole building as opposed to having... The, and they I'm, can put it, uh, you know, I mean, they've got every... They can put it on television. And, I personally think the women yeah. should play at the Extreme Arena because it would be jam-packed, whereas yeah. now if the women draw 7,000, it's great. It's better than almost every arena in the country, and yet the arena's half empty. Yeah. And they put those drapes down. I mean, Tom, you know, you go to some of the women's games. The only, the only thing is, 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 as you get on... You get sometimes you get the seven to eight thousand, and a couple thousand people wouldn't be able to go. You do get those sometimes, yeah, not very often, and that's the only downside that I see. Also, don't they have to pay X amount of dollars, obviously, to use the extreme arena, right? That I don't know. I I don't know that either. I thought that uh, the U of I uh, 
helped pay for helped the pay for the extreme arena. A couple other people have told me the other thing that they like so much more about extreme is just access to concession stand. It's just so much easier, just as opposed to if you're sitting in there's a concession seats. stand everywhere. Well, at Carver, if you've got decent seats, you got to you know you got to yeah. do the death march up the stairs. Well, what's convenient about the arena too is it's right off the interstate. Yes. Oh, there's I so mean, many reasons. Right there. And, you know. Yeah. So. To me, I don't. I wouldn't look at it as the challenge would be to present it to the teams that it's. This isn't a put down. This isn't saying inequality. You don't deserve Carver. To me, this is a way of making a better home court atmosphere. And it's more make, fun. Yeah. To to be in a a smaller packed arena than it is in a, a mausoleum. But like the women do though, there's some games where they do promotions, or if they have a big game, they they may get nine. To, but most of those games, they get between no, what right. four and six, right? Four yeah. and seven. And that were, what's that arena hold? Eight, seven? Uh, no, it holds 50, uh, 58. 55? 55, okay. Somewhere around there, 55 to 58. I mean, for most Big Ten games, that arena with the women would be packed. Yes. Standing room only. Yep. And they'd be right on top of you. And they're, I mean, uh, to me. Well, they'll have to figure out, you know, when they're wrestling versus when they've got hockey. Versus well, wrestling this year, there's no way. Wrestling's got 14,000. But I mean. They, no, you you're know, right. They'll be yeah. dealing with the hockey There's a lot of stuff going too. on. Yeah, but wrestling sold fourteen thousand four hundred tickets. It's, I think most of those matches are going to be sold out. I am impressed with that this year, and um, I'm just trying. I just wish them all well tonight. Trying to get. Of course, there's this. what only seven home meets. I believe um, is that what it is. I yeah. I know there's seven of their nine. I read something where seven of their nine is it seven of their nine Big Ten matches are televised this year by the Big Ten Network. I think so. Something like that. So hello, hello. I know that in volleyball. The season tickets, you got season tickets, you had to pay extra mm-hmm. for the ex- Extreme Arena. Who had to pay extra for the Extreme Arena? The, the university? People who got the season tickets for volleyball. You paid for the season ticket, and you also paid an extra thing for it being in the Extreme Arena. Oh, I see. So the the people that bought the tickets absorbed the cost to the university? Yeah. And don't you have to park down there in that ramp? Well, and there's that's four blocks away. No, 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 no. no. There's parking all over the place. Yeah, there's there's a ramp there's, right across the street. Yeah, there's ramps. Yeah. Oh, so the parking isn't that bad. No, no it's better than Carver. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. Because we Bye. park. I'll, I'll tell you one thing that I love about the women's games. We we get to park in the dental lot. Just drive right in, park there. It's just fantastic. What is it? Five bucks? Nothing. Oh, I think I'm going to do the women's game. They play Drake. Are you going? So- we might go to the. We're having some family over for a mock Thanksgiving uh, later in the day, uh, mock, but we might go to mock. the. What's a mock Thanksgiving? Well, we're not going to be here for Thanksgiving. Oh. We're going to be in Cancun. I think you make fun. <laughs> Just mock all your friends. <laughs> You're going to have the kids over. Is that the deal? Yeah, and. Yeah. and uh, yeah. Brother John and his yeah. wife and Brother Steve. How long are you wife. in Cancun? Uh, Tuesday and then come back Saturday. We fly out Tuesday, come back Saturday. What were those tickets? What would they cost? You mean to the Cancun, the, the basketball part? No, oh, the airplane thing. Oh, boy. Quite a bit. Uh, 800 to 1,000, I think. A piece? Yes. Wow. Don't, don't but, it's a direct, but it's a direct flight. God, I would hope so. We could have gotten it for a lot less with, you know, a couple of carryover, you know. Nice having money, isn't it, Captain? 
<laughs> I'm trying to picture you spending sixteen hundred dollars to fly to see the women play in Cancun. Uh, I don't like planes. <laughs> yeah, but we get to we get to park for free. At yeah, the Carver Park for free. <laughs> no, I, I. I. What's in Cancun? Aren't there gangs? Aren't there <laughs> the drug lords in Cancun? Yeah, <laughs> the drug lords or something. It's a, Don't get up on the plane and start any it's problems. It's a resort. They'll okay, find, they'll find the hell out of you. Okay, no. I won't. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's some nearby, but I would like to think that the stuff is somewhat safe. I mean, you mean well, Cancun? No. Oh, the Cancun's, resorts? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they have Cancun, Mazatlan. Well, they, um, you know why Mazel all those? Do you know why all those are safe? Because they pay the they pay the cartels. Huh? To leave them Whatever. alone. To leave them alone. Yeah, oh, they yeah, really. I, I mean, that they really do. I Cozumel. Saw, yeah. 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 And isn't there Mazalan, Cozumel, Cancun, Cabo, San Luke? Isn't that another one? Should I play the Beach Boys, Kokomo? You want? To, I hate that. that. Is that from Cocktail? <laughs> yeah. God, Hello. It's a bad song. Bad movie. <laughs> Terrible. Captain movie. was. Captain was right. A couple weeks, three weeks ago, or something like that. There was um, two gangs that got into a resort and had a shootout. Oh, I know. It's it's happened before. I mean. All well, okay, you guys all stay here oh, and I'm gladly, freeze your butt off, I'm and we're going to go in 80-degree weather, and we'll, we'll weather the cartels. I, told you I they, gladly will stay I, here. I told you that they pay them off. I saw a uh, documentary on The that. check must have come late to these ones, right? Is that what happens? Uh, <laughs> but no, I have no, I mean, I've done the tropical thing before hell i lived in florida yeah i have no problem being here over there have been no shootouts uh here too so got nebraska football <laughs> on friday you're gonna miss nebraska football suitor yeah i don't care He's well, we're gonna up. watch it down there do they have tv down there yeah <laughs> yes, I, yes yeah. I know they and they're gonna be showing the game down there yeah. yes yeah have you ever been there uh-uh What's It'll be interesting to see how many what Iowa What kind paid. of resort? What is it? What's it got? What kind of resort? I mean, what's what's what are some of the amenities? Uh, typical resort amenities: beach, swimming pools. It's an all-inclusive thing, so free drinks, free food, as much as you want. Stain ravaged hotel rooms. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> and they've got done a lot of COVID things, so they only sell half the rooms. So that helps. Oh, cool. You gotta have, wear your mask the whole time you're in any communal areas, uh, unless you're actively eating or drinking. Uh, so it's 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 gonna be pretty safe. What yeah. about the bedspreads? Uh, don't I don't know. You think the bedspreads are clean? Yeah, for that money, yes. I think they clean the bedspreads. What is you with? You know, I have stayed in. In hotels and motels. And look and at you. Look what they did to you. <laughs> what did they look what they did to you. <laughs> yeah, they let me get all. You act like, I, I, I bet you I've, well, not suitor because you travel. I've stayed, do you guys realize how many to hotel rooms I've stayed in over the last 30 years? Well, did you ever get like bug bites? Scurvy. And stuff? Scurvy? I got leprosy twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we stayed in some hell holes when we were in the band. I stayed me. in a place in Bloomington, Indiana, where they didn't turn the heat on until we checked in, and they told us to drive around, maybe go get a bite to eat while the room warms up. And then when we got in there, there was a big purple stain <laughs> on the bedspread. We stayed in the scary when I took Anthony to mail that hotel. Oh, I don't want to pay a lot. I don't want to pay a lot. 
So we paid like sixty dollars to stay in this. Red Roof, which had a Red Roof, just it's terrible. I've stayed in all different levels. I God, mean, when, when I worked was, at the Press Citizen, yep. they would, yeah, they, you know, the media white. hotels were fine, but we stayed in a lot of Red Roof inns and. It had a black and white Sylvania TV in it. That'll tell you how bad it was. And we were driving out of town, and they've got all these new motels, and they're half price at $30, and I could have killed them. But, yeah, I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I'm just not a hotel fan. I never Me too, Pat. But you like it. You, you oh, I like hotel. the, no, I like the nice ones. Oh. Oh, I don't like the dive. Oh, oh see, my for me, God. I mean, no. I, yeah, I prefer to stay in a nice one, but it, a nice one can stain just as easy as a bad one. I mean, the same stuff, the same fluids are flowing in a nice one <laughs> as in a bad one. Can we agree on that? I don't, I've never had, we've never found stains in any place Isn't we've there a stayed. band called Stains? Yes, Stained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. probably stayed, it, With you think D. that's from a hotel room? With a D. With a, oh, it's S-T-A-I-N-D? Yeah. yeah. So what's going on there? Uh, well, Hawk Fanatic with a C. What's going on there? But that's <laughs> the way Fanatic is spilled. <laughs> What kind of music is? Do you play Stain? I think we play a yeah. Maybe one. So that fit, they two. fit your format. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we have a call. No, they didn't hold. Well, they, well God, you blame them. <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong, but no, I I like nice motel rooms. But well, I, you should. You've been working. You know, uh, seriously, you work all your freaking life. It's this way. I look at the whole. You work. What are you? Sixty nine. Uh huh. Yeah. You work all your damn life, which and I have. Yeah, and you should at the you should have the nice crap, you know. And you do what you want to with your money, and yeah. m- most of it's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost all of it. Yeah, but you, but, got, a, you got a good partner too, though. Your part, your your wife, uh, and Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm saying Anne did well outside. Oh my god! Of oh my god! Yes. Yeah, I mean. Oh, and well, Jan worked all her life. Jan too. Yeah, I, I didn't worked need all my life. Yeah. If I want to, you know, get a processor to keep the station on the air, I'm going to do it. By God. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> no, we, we like to travel. And you and Jan. If I want to, if I want to pay a thousand dollars to have some guy climb up the freaking tower to replace Fine. a dollar ninety eight light bulb oh, I'll do God it. you're gonna do it. That's yeah. just me yeah, no, that's where I just don't like to travel. And I think partly it's because I, I had don't to do, either. I had to do so much of it with my job. I've had to do so much of it with my job. I mean I mean like the day of the Northwestern game, I left my house at what, like eleven o'clock and got home at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean just I mean and to me that's what a lot of traveling's been like. And I'm not asking for simple I, I just have never no, been a fan of traveling. I, I just don't like it. I don't like to travel. My either. dad was the same way. And I have my dad didn't like to travel. I haven't traveled that much. I yeah. just don't I don't I like the thought of getting somewhere and then getting the hell back. Well my dad always wanted family to come to him and when he had to go to family he a day into it, he'd get antsy and want to go home. He just never. He hated my dad traveling. was very much the same way, and he um, well, he was always afraid he was going to run out of money, that we'd get on the road with seven people and run out of money because it was before credit cards sure. and you know you had to plan ahead of time and and it was very stressful. For See, him. I could have when I was working in Des Moines, I could have stayed over. They had a hotel and everything, and I would drive. You know, I drive twice that weekend. I'd come because I didn't want to sleep there. I wanted to sleep at home, and then I'd turn around and uh, go back the next day and come. You know, it just I I don't like to not sleep at home. 
I'm the same way. And I, I like, just, yeah, yeah, I just, you guys don't have any major hotel sponsors, do you? I hope I'm not offending no, anyone. No, no. We yeah. don't have any minor hotel sponsors. Have you yes. ever tried to get a hotel to sponsor? Well, we've had hotels. Obviously. Yeah, from time to time we've had. Yeah. Uh, you could do that and do a, use a song by Stained as a <laughs> kind of a. No, we're not. As an ironic background music? <laughs> yeah, as background music. for This hotel does not have any of what the band is named after. There's no stains here. We had the Palmer House Hilton on our auctions for a number of years. Yes, we did, and we had uh, the Blackhawk Hotel in Davenport. We did. <laughs> Remember all that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> we had somebody buy the uh, uh, room on the auction to the Blackhawk Hotel. And they uh, went there, and uh, they started cooking meth and caught the hotel on fire. <laughs> and that was... Now, it was confirmed that it was one of our people? Yes. It was. Yeah, I knew the manager at the time. Uh, <laughs> and we had the Isle of Capri on. That's the one down there by... Because he goes... You know, I thought when you left KFMH, you would have changed. <laughs> Where's that like one? Is I, that the one out like there I, by Arby's out there off of Highway 6? Or which, the, uh, that, the hotel you're talking about? That airline one? No, the Isle of Capri, whatever it is. That's a oh. casino in the uh, oh, City. okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about some hotel here. Okay, so then I'm not really... The expect- Alexis Park Inn and Suites is by Arby's. Is that, have you ever had them? Oh, yeah. We had them on for years. Yeah. Okay. Not but anymore. I'm, okay, I just want to make sure I'm not offending. But I've always no. said that I'm just not a fan of hotels. <laughs> I, mean, I just... They just give me the yibs. That just brought back a lot of ridiculous memories. They go there on a Friday night, and the first thing they do is catch the damn room on well, fire. Well, it's Friday. I mean, they had, <laughs> they had a long week. I'm sure, they're Get off they, their backs. Well, I'm sure, were they getting ready? Were they just using meth or preparing it to sell? I don't know. I don't know. Does that. it matter? They, yeah. they caught the hotel on fire. Well, one, they'd be using it as a way to make money. The other, they'd be using it as a way to I don't, spend I, money, I guess. I don't have inside information on it. But um, all I know they're is, not buddies of yours. All I know is it's a historic hotel, and they caught it on fire. Sorry about the fire, Captain. <laughs> Sorry, Superman. <laughs> well, with burning down the hotel, Blackhawk, maybe it's time to take a quick break. It's already nine forty-five. Yeah, this has been hard hitting. <laughs> we'll be back. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. It's so easy. Just remember one number. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. Your FTD florist. One eight hundred. 800 rows. Remember. Back in 1947, when young Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, the sparse utility of the war years was ready to give way to the cheer of color in fashion, furniture, and of course, jewelry. Women from Hollywood starlet to housewife glowed with colored gemstones on ear, neck, and hand. Ruby red and emerald green, blue sapphire, Purple amethyst, topaz, citron, aquamarine. Often these beauties were received happily in a Hurtine and Stalker box. Now, as in those distant days, colored gemstones are again bringing cheer and joy. So come see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate 
One of them is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. From Hawkeye Title and Settlement comes best holiday wishes for a beautiful holiday season and a new year full of peace and happiness. Happy holidays and happy new year from Hawkeye Title and Settlement. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Geary Brothers Ford Lincoln, serving Iowa City in the corridor. Proud recipient of Ford's President Award for the highest customer satisfaction in both sales and service. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for New Car Dealer 2017 through 2019. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for Used Car Dealer 2020. Locally owned and operated, we understand the importance of community-minded business. We proudly support youth sports. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln at the corner of Mormon Trek Boulevard and Highway 1 or online at DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319 390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Hey everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. Hi, this is Bill Eichsnering of the Oxyoke Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. 
The Oxyoke Inn has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, family-style service, and historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyoke Inn is like a warm hug. Now, serving lunch, dinner, and banquets. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies, and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The Oxyokin. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply Kitchens and Baths, your home never looks so beautiful. Here is your KCJJ forecast today. Partly cloudy. We'll get to about 45 for a high this afternoon. The wind today out of the south at about 10 to 20. Tonight, it'll be mostly cloudy. 34 for an overnight low tomorrow. Sun in the morning. A few more clouds in the afternoon. Warmer tomorrow with a high of 52. Then on Sunday, partly cloudy, 46. We're going to drop back to highs in the 30s and 40s by Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Temperature now 30. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Okay, uh, to wrap up the last uh, uh, segment, uh, Tommy says they were cooking meth because there was an explosion before the fire. And we've heard so, many stories of that happening with yeah. the production of meth. Have you ever cooked meth, Suter? <laughs> uh, no, we bake ours. <laughs> and Anne's a hell of a baker based she on is? the treats you bring in. Yeah. And that way, is it less risky when you bake meth as opposed to... I, I think there's less combustion. Don't, and... say, don't say that. We can't. Do you think anybody in the world believes me? Well, in this world, maybe. In this world, yeah. <laughs> hey, those libtards are using meth. <laughs> when they're not eating babies. Yeah. No, I don't. I think your reputation for people that knows you, but who knows what the so hell. You're saying I'm bringing the reputation this. down? Thinking okay, well, here, here here's my disclaimer, Steve. <laughs> my wife and I do not condone the use of meth nor have we ever used it well, that's a little judgmental <laughs> i've never used meth have you ever used meth captain no i've never i've never smoked pot well, and, I, and I second think hand it, you have and i see oh yeah oh yeah concerts well, <laughs> college, college, college dorm room i was uh he never did it in there? He never did it in there. He just was sawing it out of there. <laughs> okay. He was a businessman. <laughs> yeah. No, he really was. No, he really didn't do it. At least, I, you know, we didn't hang around together other than, you know, we'd come home at night and sleep and go together. to sleep. Yeah, well, not sleep together. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I mean, what are you, 10? <laughs> hey, again. We don't know who's listening. Those libtards are having sex and doing math. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the Hawkeyes. Back to the Hawkeyes. We had a little news while we've been on the air. Not, I mean, Desmond Hudson, wide receiver. I think his third year in the program. So that would, the thing is, you could be four years into the program with COVID. You're like a freshman. Yeah. I think he's third year in the program, I believe, which would make him technically 
a redshirt freshman based on years he would have, but he has entered the portal. Not surprising, he's buried on the depth chart. I think what you're seeing with the emergence of Keegan Johnson and, and Arlen, Arlen Bruce. Bruce, I think you're seeing people behind them be like, ah, well, hell, they're going to be here. They're the go-to guys I've got. My options are limited now as far as playing time, and in this day and age, you leave. And Charlie Jones might be back. Charlie Jones might be back. Yeah, I couldn't get a read on him either way. I mean, I, I think Charlie Jones was going to try to find out if there's any chance of him getting into an NFL camp. And um, I think if Charlie Jones thinks that he might be able to make it, I don't know. I, I give him a chance. He's a, he's a pretty good return specialist. He's not tiny. He's pretty shifty. I've seen lesser athletes than Charlie Jones somehow make NFL mm-hmm. rosters. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. I think if if he's told that, you know, yeah, you've got a chance, but maybe another year of doing what you did this year in college might help you, maybe he comes back. Um, but it's easy for us to say, oh, come back. I mean, these guys, that's, for some, that'd be a fifth. Or for like Kyler shot a sixth year of playing college football. But, but, um, but yeah, there's a, obviously a new wave of receivers here at Iowa and some of the ones behind them, but ahead of them in age, I just, you know, that's what happens. I mean, Tyrone Tracy, I wouldn't be surprised if he entered the portal. Some people are telling me it's already a done deal. Well, it's not because he's not in the portal yet. I mean, it's not a done deal until he enters the portal. And the way things are, the moment these guys enter the portal, there's 50 media people there to report on. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they, mm-hmm. And so, but, you know, until it happens, it hasn't happened. And I'm sure there will be more. I mean, and I've heard, I've been told there could be, well, there's already, what, three? What are we at, three? Three or four. Yeah, and I've been told there could be anywhere from six to nine, you know, so. And I'm not really surprised. If it gets way up to like nine, I would be surprised. I still think it'll end up being maybe six or seven. And we're over halfway there right now. And so do we, how different from the norm at other universities is this? Oh, I think. Probably similar. Most universities have this. Most Power Five programs have guys leaving. That's just the way it is. Even more so now with the portal. And even more so now because it just seems like kids in these day and age are way less patient and way less loyal. Yes. I mean, and and I know loyalty works both ways, too, but most kids enter the portal because they're not playing soon enough. And it's just the way it is. I mean, or have been passed. Yeah. Or have been passed. Yeah. I mean, well, and that all falls under. I mean, Desmond Hudson still hasn't played much. And now it looks like he won't play moving forward as much because guys younger than him have moved ahead of him. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes into his thought. And, you know, one of the excuses i hear as well with a lot of the guys that leave well he's not from around here if i'm not mistaken desmond hudson's from missouri isn't he kansas city it's not like he's from uh because the locket not like he's from louisiana well locket was from florida and he left and that made sense why he left um um because he's uh, one of the i'm not saying excuses one of the narratives iowa has used to explain why they've lost a lot of players to attrition especially black players is that most of them who leave live in different parts of the country and want to go closer to home when they find out that they're not going to play as much here. You know, fair enough, but I mean that, but it still doesn't look good on your graduation rates and, and stuff like that. No, so. it doesn't. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, but the portal, yeah, this is not unique to Iowa. This is going on everywhere. And men's basketball and all the sports, but obviously it's way highlighted more in men's basketball and football. Well, in women's basketball, we had... Uh Movement both away from Iowa and to Iowa last year. And yeah, the Kylie Fuhrback came here. And what was it? Uh, uh, Lauren Aaron, Jensen. Lauren Jensen from Minnesota. Yeah, just with women. It's not nearly and, publicized. And uh, uh, Meyer. Uh, oh, um, Mackenzie Meyer went to Drake, right? Not Mackenzie. It was her Megan sister. Meyer. Megan, yeah. She went to Drake. Yes. But, yeah, with women's basketball, it just doesn't seem to get as covered near as much. I mean, football, it seems like the moment somebody enters a portal, 
there's, like I said, 50 journalists trying to be the first one to tweet it out. And that's just the age we live in now. And the, the age we live in, too, now is I, I will tune around and listen, rarely, but listen to some sports radio at night. If, mm -hmm. All it is is betting anymore. And it's betting uh, if they're talking a collegiate. Or oh, I, mean, I know you're right. It's, it's a lot. It's and it, I, all betting. And I have no interest in that whatsoever. No? I couldn't care less. I mean, no. but man, I, it, it's out there, man. It's a yeah. powerful engine that's getting stronger and stronger. And a lot of my friends, they, they, they love it. I mean, they're, they, the moment there's a, a matchup, they want to know the point spread. And I mean, it's just, and you know, a lot of the, I mean, the major groups like iHeart and well, they're all involved in it too. They've got a, so, I mean, yeah, all it is now is it really has changed. It's betting and, and a lot of fantasy betting. sports too. Yeah. 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 Well, I learned 45 years ago not to bet on college sports. What'd you bet on? Uh, Purdue to beat, uh, I think it was either IUPUI or, you know, one of the, or Indiana State or something. At home is when Joe Barry Carroll was playing. Joe Barry Cares. Uh huh. And the line was two in favor of <laughs> Purdue. And I said, well, they're going to win by 30. So I bet 100 bucks on that game. And, uh, you know, of course, they didn't, <laughs> Purdue bucks, didn't win. 100 bucks back then was, was a decent amount of coin. Look, I was so sure. I mean, I wouldn't want to lose 100 bucks now on a bet, let alone 45 years ago. No. So, so anyway, I learned with that it, it looked like such a ridiculous lock. That, well, I can't lose this. Well, that's why Vegas is thriving. Yeah. And that's why I haven't bet on a basketball or football game since. Yeah, some people are good at it. Some people have a gift for it, but most people aren't good at it because if they were, there would be no Las Vegas, that's right? That's correct. Isn't that common sense? Yes. In Atlantic City? Yes. I mean, more times than not, you're going to lose, and they're the. I'm guessing. What do you think would, if, you, if somebody. Your average better if you follow them for the course of like a decade. What do you think their win loss ratio would be? The average better. Yeah. The average better would well, I don't know what their win loss ratio is, but their monetary loss they would be negative. But do you think if you had to guess, do you think it's seventy percent lose, thirty percent win, or eighty twenty if you had to guess? Hmm. Maybe sixty. Oh, you think it's that even? Oh, 60, I, I do. Okay. I do. But I, I don't know for sure. I because I, I always wondered about the, that. Because, like I said, I don't know a lot of people that that are successful betters more. And the ones that are a lot of people I know that bet, they always tell you when they win. Sure, but they never tell you. Oh no, that's when they that's lose. gamblers. No. no. Yeah, they always tell you when they Oh, win. I'll tell you when I win $1,500 at the casino, but I sure won't tell you. Although you God. tell us when you lose. God, I got my ass kicked. But you really? We haven't gone for. I know, but before when you guys were going all the time, you'd tell us when you mm -hmm. lost. You were pretty up, up front about it. Oh, yeah. Well, but Billy, we never lost that much. You Billy always said you had a $200 like, limit, right? Or two to three. Yeah. Billy uh, would come in and say, I won four grand, and then the next week he won another four grand, and he'd be. But then he'd come in and go, I lost a hundred dollars, you know. They're they're getting I, it back. They're getting it back, and I'd say, "Okay, but you're still like seven grand ahead," you know. I mean, yeah. Well, we we don't know <laughs> really how much any he such lost. a thing. No, of course not. No, we don't know. 
You don't know what? How much he won or lost. Nobody ever knows. Well, you know. I'm just assuming that most people lose, or like I said, there wouldn't be Las Vegas. Yeah, they do, uh, but most people, you know, like at a place like Riverside, most people lose 20, 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that's if, you your, enough, if you get enough people in there, though, that adds up. Well, but that's the point. And that's how Vegas thrives, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And you get your high rollers, too, and most of them get their asses kicked. But no, know? the sports betting is a giant industry that's mm-hmm. only going to get bigger and bigger it's legal now and hey more power to them people well, i mean they talk more about the betting actually than they do the players or anything i mean i was i was comparing it to what we do and you know so some other you know local sports shows do uh compared to and i'm listening out of boston uh the other night and it's it's just you know hardly mentions really the players and just mm-hmm. Just the the whole betting thing went on for like twenty minutes, and I thought, wow, this is. Well, on our way to Carver last night, for the first ten minutes, Dolph, everything was a promo or Riverside Casino. He didn't talk. There was nothing about the basketball game. It's just the world we yeah, live in. Yeah, I mean, it was just. Yeah. I mean, it is the world we live in. I mean, everything's got a brand name to it. It just. And I don't see it changing. Do you guys? No. I mean, we're never going to go no. back. How no. we move forward, I don't know, but we're never going to go back. I don't think. No. I would think not. Now the Staples Center is going to be called the Crypto. <laughs> so the Crypto.com uh, Center? Sorry. Or is it just the Crypto Center? No, Crypto.com, I think. Crypto.com But I mean, center. yeah. I don't even know what it is. Well, the uh, successful Steve Sobroff um, raised all the money for that. So I don't know if. I don't know if he's uh, happy with the name change. Or- well, that caller earlier was talking about, like, rich donors and what have you and the value of students, and look at Michigan State basketball. That $95 million, or football, I should say, the $95 million salary for Mel Tucker that they want to contract, yeah, was- most of that's being financed that's just- by two I- it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. And well, one of them is, I was reading about him, man, this kid's impressive, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then at the end of it, it says, yes, he started working for this company in 1997 or 2007, and his father founded the company in 1986. <laughs> the, this kid is worth $6.7 billion, the one that's given him do, a bunch of money. Do you think that, okay, uh, the Alliant Powerhouse, where it was the five seasons, or the, you know, it used to be the mark and now it's tax clear. Do you think that that really does any, I mean, I still call it five seasons or the mark. I haven't given And it. I mean, not consciously. If, okay. Just, does that make any difference? I mean, Extreme Arena is a great name. It is. That's a great name. Uh, I don't know how they could ever change. I mean, it's just recognition. It's yeah. Just, okay. It's just seeing it. But I mean, does it really do anything for the company? Okay. Look at, uh, okay. For instance, the Red Box Bowl. Okay. Every sports cast went around that time of the year, you know, for a month or two. And now in the Red Box Bowl, it's, you know, Michigan State versus uh, Oregon State. Uh, you know, so it's identification in all of these sports. And there's, you know, hundreds of sports casts, the, the Red Box Bowl. And then I, if you have a couple million people watching that game, you know, you got the red box well, logo it's the same in the middle. Somebody getting their name mentioned here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, so it is. Somebody sponsoring your studio. It's sure, the same it is. Thing. Yeah. Okay, but those are competitive. Those are competitive. I mean, there's when you have like the Alliant uh, Energy, 
that's not competitive. I'm not you, I'm not. Your, your bill is paying to promote something that you have to use anyway. Because it's, it's your power company. I mean, it's not like you can go to a different power company. <coughs> you know, I, that's what I... Uh, that I don't know. Well, in that case, yeah, but most... Not every sponsor or something like that is in a yeah. power company. But like, the, okay, the, the but Outback Bowl. most, it's Bowl. name recognition. The Outback Bowl, again, you know, it's the same thing. It's been the Outback Bowl for years and years. And if they weren't getting the bang for their buck, they wouldn't keep doing it. Yeah. You know? And aren't there tax reasons you do it, too? Uh, well, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. Let's see what this caller, maybe they have the answer. Maybe these are the people that... That burned the hotel down? <laughs> burned the hotel down. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, I didn't burn it down. Uh, <laughs> casino stock. Casino stocks are some of the best stocks around. They're up like 300% within last year. Yeah. yeah. Court, does that mean they bottomed out last year, though, because of the No, it, it looked like it was flat for five years, and all of a sudden... It took off, but that could be because everybody was sitting at home gambling on their phone. Well, it could, it could be. Yeah. Hey, Suter, you play guitar, don't you? He, uh, ish, yeah. I used yeah. to be good. But during that Gordon Lightfoot interview, he went into his office where his guitars were mm -hmm. and make sure his humidifier had plenty of water in it. Mm -hmm. And he turned around and he said, the music comes from the wood. Not the strings. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you, you good strings. I mean, you want to have newish strings on most of the time because they have they're they're a lot brighter. And he plays a twelve string guitar. Uh huh. Man, that that's got to be hard to do. It, it isn't at all. It's the same thing as playing a six-string guitar. The thing that's hard about 12-string is uh, not breaking the little teeny G-string and keeping it in tune. It's not harder. It's not any harder to play. Huh. I've had 12-strings well, for years, so. Well, it's been good to know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. No, 12-strings are... <laughs> They just have a real full sound. I watched a uh, video the other day, an eight-minute video of Jimmy Page talking about how they wrote Stairway to Heaven. It was really interesting. I'll bet. How he did the guitar. I mean, God, it's amazing what goes into being a guitar player, especially at that level. I mean, some mm -hmm. of the stuff he was saying is like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, it was really interesting how he came up with the, the you know, the, the, yeah. the start of Stairway to Heaven, the real unique guitar. No, it was interesting. It is a great song. It mm -hmm. is. I mean, it really... But it's weird. I don't I, need to hear it anymore. I don't play it very much, though. Of my Le When I play Led Zeppelin, I don't rarely play Led Zeppelin 4. And I, it's I like I know it's always there, but I don't play it that often, which I is kind of weird. I think we're burned out on it. Possibly. But it, but yeah. it is. A, when oh, you it's a great song. When you step away from it. It's a great song. I had not had anything to do with it until uh, the Kennedy... The heart. Uh, yeah, rendition. the heart. And which then... Um, <laughs> and to see him cry. Oh, they were know, blown. They, they were blown away by that. Yeah, I mean that was. I mean when they when they raised the curtain and had all the singers in the background. Yeah. That's when Jimmy Page is like, God, this just keeps getting better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I enjoyed watching them react as much as I enjoyed listening to the song because you know I mean I don't think they expected to be to, to have it be that big of a deal. 
Oh, you I, know what we're talking about, don't you? Yeah, it? Ann Wilson's amazing. Yeah, and the guy who was on the guitar, I don't know who it was, who played the yeah. heavy part of the man, he was very good. I don't know who it was. No, that just was, a, was yeah, I didn't expect anything like like that. That was, God, almost a decade. That was tw- 2012. That was 10 Seriously? years. Wow. Yeah, 2012. Almost. December, Seriously? December of 2012, yep. It's been almost a decade. Jesus. So they were in their mid-60s then, because now they're in their mid-70s. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> hey, time flies when you're just having a ball. You know, and aren't you having a ball? I'm, I'm just having the, the best. best. The best time ever. <laughs> if it was any better... Actually, you, I, you know, yeah. I mean, if it was any better, you couldn't live with yourself. Is that what if, you're saying? If, if things were, you know, as far as my life, my life's good. It's just the, everything around the potholes? Us. Yeah, yeah, everything around us. The is literal in and figurative potholes. I mean, you well, got yeah. both. You got potholes literally and figuratively <laughs> in your life, don't you? We all do. Yeah, we we are in this constant, you know, bubble of chaos. I mean, if it isn't, you know, the it, it's a lot of it is what's going on in the in the world and the government and and all this crap. Around the and sports is a, and everything. And sports is a nice outlet, but unfortunately, politics and sports well, it, intertwine. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they, unfortunately, everything and, and politics is intertwining. I mean, it seriously is. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, education, politics, sports, education, medicine, music, medicine, yeah, music, it's Hollywood. All, yeah, it's all tied in. It's all tied into this freaking uh, cluster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if but you, I, if you immerse as, yourself in all this crap, you'd go crazy. Well, yeah, well, but I mean. I, I, I don't immerse myself, but it's impossible either. to ignore personally, it. Personally, my life is, you know, I mean, my kid's healthy, you know, got a great family. I mean, you know, things are. And Biden's getting his colonoscopy today. Yeah, yeah. right now we have uh, uh, Harris as She's in charge. President. Yes. And I'm sure that the, her opponents are handling that She's well. our first woman president. Right now. Except yeah. for uh, Woodrow Wilson's uh, wife kind of was running things for a time. So can we yeah. assume this is probably, do you think this is Biden's last colonoscopy? At some point, don't they stop giving you colonoscopies? No. You have them up until 85, 90? I assume if you're the president, you do. It's a lot of course, work. President, he'll 9,500 years Trump old. Trump would have know. turned it over to Pence. That's <laughs> why he went to Walter Reed for the colonoscopy. And he wouldn't turn over power. Lie down, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't turn over power. <laughs> but, yeah, Biden's having his full physical today, right? And he turns yeah. 79 tomorrow. 79 tomorrow. See, I mean, you guys are young. All you got to do is just follow politics to feel younger. Feel young, yeah. I did see where Leahy's going to not run again. What's Patrick what? Leahy, he's been yeah. in Vermont for... What is he, 131? I, I think he's only about 114. <laughs> I think he's like 81. I think he's younger than Grassley. He just looks old. I mean, and sounds old. Well, he is pretty old. Eighties old. I'm not saying eighties. Hey, seventy-three is it, and I'm going to be that in January. I mean, what's Grassley? Eighty-seven. You know, it's a sliding scale. When you're eighty, ninety is old. True. Grassley's eighty-seven, right? <laughs> well, my uh, aunt uh, was ninety-one, and she said, uh, you know, it's not enough. So Grassley's eighty-seven, and he's running. Yeah, Leahy's eighty-one, which would be six-year term, right, for Grassley at eighty-seven. Yeah. He's Assuming Grassley gets his nom- party's nomination. Well, if Trump wants it, he'll get it. Well, maybe. Well, 
I mean, win. there's other people that. Well, other... No, but it'll all depend on who Trump endorses. Well, he just endorsed Gosar after he got censured. Well, and my guess is, and if they take charge, <laughs> my guess is if he runs, he'll win. Yeah. Where in the, he'll win the Republican thing because I would would imagine they basically do whatever Trump says. I mean, he's got complete control over that party. It's really, I never thought I would see this in this country. I mean, I've never seen any party just bow to a it's, person. It's bizarre. It really is bizarre. I mean, I'd be saying the same thing if the Democrats would have done it with Obama or any. No, or this is Clinton. just. It's just bizarre. It's just ridiculous. I hate to see a person have so much control over groups. And I mean, it's just weird. Well, he's changed the whole, he's changed the whole party. Oh, it's, without question. It's, it is a cult. And they don't have the spine to stand up to him. Well, because they're worried that they'll lose their place. Because as much as you want to focus on Trump, guys, it's the base I that's know, but the, the base yes. is only 25%. But it's enough to where I know. it looks that's like right. the House is going to get turned over. You're, and like Bill Maher said the other day, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump ran and won in 2024. Yeah. and then So there's more than 25%. I mean, I think... I think that's what Democrats say to make themselves feel safer and good. There's right. more out there than you think. There's more. I mean, the, they were so close, even with the $7 million deficit, they were so close to winning that because it just takes a few states to turn over. I mean. Well, they're jury rigging all the. Well, I, I, I know. I'm, yeah. Like I said, I think there's going to be a, a, a turnover in the House and the Senate, and we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's. And then I just worry about good. I worry about him just doing a four well, year revenge tour. Then you have to pray as as I do every night at exactly ten twenty for spontaneous combustion. It's the only thing that because uh, you don't want it by any well, other. I means. will not waste my prayers on. Yeah, I don't. You can't just like give that. one prayer for spontaneous combustion. You don't even believe. In spontaneous no. combustion. No, I really don't. I really don't either. Well, then, it's happened. Mm. Take this call. <laughs> Hello. Please. <laughs> no. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, John. John. Speaking. Hey, John. Yeah, interesting discussion with uh, talking about drugs today. God, you guys are really <laughs> into this. <laughs> yeah. Drugs well, it's not like there's a football game tomorrow <laughs> or a wrestling match Good tonight Lord. or or basketball <laughs> games. There's nothing to talk about, John. Well, <laughs> hey, uh. First of all, just a short thing, as you know, I'm a never-Trump Republican. I don't buy the fact that he's got that stranglehold on the party that you guys John, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I I think you are. Well, as I've told some of my friends, I said, I never wish ill on anybody, but he's going to have a stroke sometime, so just don't worry about it. He won't be wrong. Okay. That pretty much sums it up. See? Now, doesn't that make my spontaneous combustion look... It gives it a little more credibility. A little more. Well, John at least saying something that could happen. Yeah. Yeah, your face is saying he's going to blow up. Yeah, and that's not going to (laughs) happen. Well, he's... Yeah, he he hasn't got it. I don't think he'll get the nomination either, to be quite honest with you. Well, who, who I, will? I, just, I, I don't think, think he's going to well, run, John. There's, 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 see, the, he's just toying with people right now. He's and making money. His ego is so big, True. so large, that he, he, has to, he has to hold himself out there. So he still envisions himself as the, as the man, so mm-hmm. to speak. Well, all he you're right. about is Donald Trump. No, you're he right. Didn't give a damn about the Republican Party or he, the country. I said that all along. No, yeah, or the country. So, so then, and 
you know, that's just it in my mind. So, I've, I've watched this political thing for a long time. So, so my question to you as a, a lifelong Republican then, who do you think, if Trump doesn't get it, who will? And who would you support as a lifelong Republican? Well, there are a couple now right now that I've got interest in. One would be Nikki Haley, former governor of South mm-hmm. Carolina. And yep. one would be Tom, Tom Cotton, who's currently a senator from Arkansas. Those are two that have piqued my interest a little bit at this point. But I'm, I'm as I, I tell everybody, I'm a free agent at this point. I'll, I'll be looking very carefully at the that individual, whoever that person may rise mm-hmm. from the pack. But those are the two right now that have garnered what about, my interest. But, what about Adam Kinzinger, John? Would you have voted for him if he hadn't been? Oh, I, I like Adam Kinzinger. Uh, but he doesn't have a chance. You know, I, 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 uh, he doesn't have a chance. You're right. I'll tell you, the person that I liked in the Democrat Party was just Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, I like Tulsi. She, was, she, ne- she never got any traction, but I think she could have appealed to a lot of individuals, uh, even on the Republican side of the ledger. She she made eminent sense, I've always felt. so. Uh, A Republican that uh, I would be much more comfortable with than Trump would be uh, Kasich. I'd vote for Kasich. Oh, I I was supported him when he ran, you know, when 2016. I was definitely in his camp. But sure. he's got uh, no chance either. But see, John, the reason I was no. saying the stranglehold is look what's happened in Wyoming. And that's all because of Trump. They just threw Liz Cheney no, out because she if, stood up against Trump, and now she's, they, they, I mean, she's done. If, if she's defeated in the primary at, in Wyoming, and that'll be very telling because the Cheney name is very strong out yes, there. Yes, it is. She can't survive, survive that onslaught. And yeah, I, I will. And I don't think she will. So. Well, I think she's a pretty strong person. I, I've got. Oh, I've I think a, she is too, John. Don't get me wrong. And I mean, she's yeah. she's yeah. as conservative as conservative comes. I mean, oh yeah, she votes ninety eight percent. But it doesn't matter because she didn't bow down to the well, great I, leader. Oh, I know she didn't. She didn't kiss his ring and all that nonsense. And, and yeah, now well, her she, career's falling apart. She, <laughs> well, we'll just see what happens. Hey, I want to mention one other thing about the. Uh, uh, I see Tommy over at the women's games. We got season tickets, obviously. Why aren't they providing programs any with any of these games? They're anymore? not doing anything. Like ex- that aspect. Well, they're they're not doing anything like at the concession stands. They're not doing money. They're they're trying to eliminate as much hands on hands on um, exchanges as possible. And I guess I'm, yeah. I'm guessing it probably could be related to not enough workers too. Those yeah, two things: just, lack of workers and and safety COVID. safety COVID. Well, and I think money. I think it's un- I think it's unfortunate though, especially with the women's the programs. You get always had nice. I mean, the programs were only three bucks or something like that. But you know, you got the other teams' lineups. You got uh, an article on one of the players. You know, it just to me is another thing. Oh, that I agree. Taken away. Yeah, I agree. I agree with dinosaurs. you. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm frustrated about the whole. The whole, when the I saw somebody in line in front of me at the concession stand, they weren't aware that it was now cash. They waited all the way through the yeah. line. They get up there with $20 bill, and then the lady is, sorry, this is uh, cashless. And the person was like, you could at least put a sign up or something. And then they walked, yeah. they, they couldn't get anything because they didn't have their that, credit card with That them. happened to us, the woman behind us. And, uh, and I said, look, just put it on my credit card. Don't worry about it. Have a good game. And she said, "No, no, I'm going to pay you." And you know, we went through that a little bit. But she well, gave nice me she gave me a ten dollar bill, which I wasn't 
which I didn't want, but she insisted. So, yeah. oh, okay. Well, nice on both ends. Yeah, yeah Suter, Suter, man, you're you're going to go to There's still hope, man. There's still sure. hope, Captain. Well, let's hope so. Suter is a beacon of hope <laughs> in a sea of chaos. I am hopeful, John. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. Well, I, that was just uh, that's been my complaint. And of course, I, I'm not happy that Iowa men won't play Drake or you and I. But you've heard my rant on that. Me too. too. I'm with you on that one, John. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but I, I, I guess John, great... John, what irritates yeah. me the most about that is that they try to spin it off and tell us that there's no openings on the schedule, and they expect us oh, to believe that bullshit. when they open up the season. With, yeah, that's I mean, complete. I mean, BS. That's just being disingenuous. It's not. Yeah. It's black yeah. we're idiots. That's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right, Pat. It is disingenuous, and that's BS, is what it is. Yep. You know, Lisa Bluter plays both both schools. You know, what's what? Why can't the men play? Both I don't. Schools? I don't I mean, get that it. Just makes. You know, I think the uh, Iowa 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 State women's game will be very good because you saw that the Iowa State women did to Drake. Oh yeah, yeah. Drake. Ashley Jones is a great. Yeah, no, it'll be a great. No, game. Ashley's a great. It player. usually is every year. It's a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I've never been to Hilton for a basketball game. I'm, I'm almost tempted to go. You'd to enjoy it. It's a it unique be, experience. I have. It's, it's, it's really neat. It's it, it does the job. Yeah. It's a great home court advantage. Yeah, yeah. Did you saw both the Jones girls, Aubrey and Ashley, have scored half the team? Oh, points. I didn't. I mean, they're they're very very good. Yeah, great yeah. players. No, it's it's good. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, have a great weekend. Bye, right, John. Hawks you too, John. Go Hawks. Yep. Yep. See you. Bye, bye. But, yeah, no, the Jones girls are both real. I mean, Ashley's one of the better players in the country. Yeah. God, can you imagine her on Iowa's team? With That'd be they, fun, her I and mean, Caitlin. Yeah. I mean, her and Caitlin, that would be maybe one of the, the best one-two punch in college basketball. Well, Caitlin and Cezano's pretty good, pretty good too. Yeah. Iowa just needs to figure out a way to beat Maryland. Because I like their chances against most of the other – Indiana's really good too, but – Maryland's the one that really has Iowa's number. We can hang with Indiana. I don't, I'm not worried about that. I mean, it doesn't mean we're necessarily well, going yeah, to beat them. Well, yeah, because they've lost to them a few. But, no, Maryland's the one that more times than not just – they did beat them once or twice with Gustafson. But for the most part um, – For the most part. Maryland just has its way with Iowa because Iowa can't compete athletically. Yeah. I mean, even the last game I believe Iowa beat Maryland, I didn't Maryland have like 41 offensive rebounds. Yes. There was some yes. absurd statistic yep. that Maryland still lost despite I think it was something like forty one offensive. That was rebounds. against Megan, wasn't it? I believe so, yes. Yeah. But yeah, things are changing. I mean, for those who haven't been to any games, the, it's cashless over there now. I mean, you cannot get stuff from the concession stands with money and I think that's how it's gonna be moving well, forward. And I think with the uh with the programs <clears throat> and the cost of paper and printing and I don't think in this economy <clears throat> they can necessarily make it up with advertising, well, you know. And I mean, they put all their advertising, you know, on the boards and, mm-hmm. and everywhere else. I don't. I just think well, there's that. I think it's done. See what the caller thinks. Hello. Hello. Um, talk about um, basketball here for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know these teams weren't very good that we played and stuff. It's just nice that. You got to play a lot of players to get them in game situations where they're not playing just against their own teammates. Uh-huh. I agree. I but agree. I would like to see. I would like to see him play Iowa or play Drake and you and I. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm a big supporter of that. And they and still could have played four of the cupcakes to pass. Well, see, the and, and they had the chance. Yeah. They had the mechanism, but they didn't do it right. They had that stupid tournament in Des Moines. <sighs> Make that a real tournament with the four teams, and yeah. you you 
the excuse why for that, wouldn't you do that? The excuse for that was they didn't want to end up having to play Iowa State twice a year because they would worry that yeah. they'd end up. And that that was one of the answers I always got. But yeah, they they come up with good excuses, you know. Yeah, that'd be a great but, uh, event. Yeah, I still don't yeah. wouldn't like it as much as just home and aways. Home and aways to me are yeah. the best. To me, the best things are going to the Nap Center, going to the McLeod Center, trying to win in those atmospheres. That was so much fun. I mean, this Iowa team playing at the Nap Center this year would be a blast. Be fun. It would be great. It would. It really would be. Yes, it would be. So. It would be because you got a local kid playing on the team. Yeah, and it's two in-state schools. You got man, there's just so many reasons yeah. why it would work. Mm-hmm. I mean, last yeah. night was a pretty stale environment. I mean, it was, oh, absolutely. I mean, it was. Would you say it was boring at times? Last. Uh, the atmosphere was boring. See, I enjoy watching my team fill it up. Yeah, I mean, they were up twenty-eight yeah. to ten against a team that was vastly inferior. I mean, that to me, that's a tough draw after that. And I like seeing a lot of different players and get their chance to play, see what they can do. So for me, it was a very enjoyable evening. And that's yeah. that's just me. Yeah, that's definitely not yeah. me. Well, I was working and too. It's different. You- did you see where Jack Nungie? Yes, he had 14, 14 and 14. 14 and 14. for Yeah, he would be huge yeah. for this Iowa team. They could sure use him. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't blame him for leaving. Oh, I you can't know, either. You know, your father dies, you know, three blocks away from where you're playing ball. Well, no, he's tough. at Xavier now. He's at Sephora. He's four hours away from home. So it's an eight-hour round oh, trip. Yeah. So he moved a little closer to home, but not a ton. I think he just needed no. a change. I needed a change. More than anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to be tough to play that close to where your dad passes away, you know. Because he passed away at the university there. Well, no, he died in Indiana. Hospital. Yeah. So I'm not... Oh, he did? I thought yeah. he was at the University of No, Iowa. he passed I'm away at a hospital in their hometown near Indiana, in Indiana. Okay, okay. I misunderstood that. I thought he was working in the hospital there at the university. No, no, he was from Jack was going to southern school. Indiana. Okay. Okay, that was my misunderstanding, but no. No, it's good to see our ex-Hawkeye, that tremendous player, terrible luck here. Yes, yep. yes, he did. Yeah, like I think he just needed it, sort of like Vivian Stringer uh-huh. when she left, needed a change of scenery. And, uh, you know, Jack had had so many injuries here, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's got to be, be in his head. All I ever do I here fingers, is rehab. I keep my fingers crossed that he can stay healthy. Yeah. And see where C.J. Frederick's out for the year. With hamstring stuff, yeah. Yep. Boy, C.J.'s had a lot of injuries. He's just made out of glass. Is college still on? No. I don't oh, think so. Okay. But, yeah, I feel bad. I know a lot of Iowa fans are upset with C.J., but you don't, I, you don't want to ever see a kid suffer a season-ending injury. It's, he didn't handle his transfer very well, and Uncle Joe was a, Uncle Joe uh, was was a pain. pain. Yeah. And <laughs> at least he doesn't call us anymore. I mean. Well, he wouldn't, remember? All of a sudden, Are you, oh, I know. I mean, that's yeah. when. You, what do you think there would ever be a fake Uncle Joe calling in? <laughs> no, I know. Would no. you like a fake Uncle Joe to call? He in? is. Uh, I understand he's managing the cow sales. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was an unfortunate way that way that ended. But you know, it's gone. And CJ now, God, CJ, think about how much time he will have missed over the last two three years. I mean, he's just been injured so he has. often. I mean, he was. Injured in practice, got run over by uh, Tyler Cook, wasn't it, in that, his first year? That happened, and you know, between so he had red, red plantar shirt. fasciitis, and he's just had a bunch of, he's just had a bunch of issues. But like I said, with Nunji, his are one of the. I just hope he can. 
just stay healthy. I can avoid those knee injuries. That's, but man, fourteen points, fourteen rebounds. I'm happy for him. Me I'm, too. Yeah. And Xavier's good. I mean, that, he went to a good program. I mean, Xavier's, well, Xavier's had a good a program. Great basketball tradition. So they do. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Today is Friday, right? Today yeah. is Friday. So my prediction was twenty-three to twelve for tomorrow. What was yours? I had twenty-four uh, thirteen. Okay, close to me. Yeah, Captain. Uh, 24-10. Okay. I keep sticking with that. It'll be interesting to see if Illinois can run the ball. If they can run the ball, Iowa will be in, well, it, it'll be a, it'll be a grind. Yes, it will. If Illinois, I mean, Illinois ran for what, 26 yards on 13 carries against Wisconsin, and they ran for almost 400 yards against Penn State. Which one of those teams shows up tomorrow and which one of those teams is allowed to be that team? I mean, Iowa's defense could say, Iowa's defense is not as good as Wisconsin's. No, it's not. And, you know, I predict 24-13. That's probably that's a close game. Oh, close game, yes. I mean, that like that says Iowa could be ahead 17-13 going into the fourth quarter. Who's going to score the touchdown? And I do agree with Kirk. Brett's absence will have an impact in some ways, but it's not going to have a huge strategy impact. No. Or, They've got all that stuff ready by the time the game starts. If you, I mean, now, is he on the phone with them too? I'm I sure mean, he can be. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah there's so, ways. I mean, to, there's, he can still yeah. come here. He just sure. won't be on the sideline. So, but uh, the game plan's already put in. If Brett sees something that he wants to have changed on the moment, he'll be able to. He'll be able to. I would assume he'd be able to. I'm I not sure what the rules are. I, I actually, I, I can't imagine why he wouldn't be able to be on it, but maybe they have a rule that if you're not there, you can't. I don't know. But even if he wasn't, they have everything planned out. I mean, yeah. And like Kirk said, during games, Kirk doesn't have much influence. He doesn't do a lot. Now, he does make the final decisions on, like, hey, let's don't do anything on these first and second down. Let's just burn the clock. That was Kirk. That wasn't yeah. Brian. Yeah. There's no way that was Brian. No, Brian would go for the throat. I think he would, and that's Kirk. And I still don't figure out the reasoning behind that, but it worked, and um, they move on. So, but yeah, as far as he's not sure. Well, plus he's Kirk is very, 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 very conservative. Very as a coach, risk adverse. I'm not making a political statement there. He's very yes, yeah. He just doesn't want to disrupt anything. He doesn't want to take chances. He doesn't want to hang his team out in a precarious situation. And so he just always plays so close to the best because it's like he thinks something's going to happen bad if they don't just, I don't even know what the word is. I don't know how to describe what he did on the first two plays of that series when they got the ball to three. I, I don't even know what the word is. Would use. Well, his goal was not to score. His goal was to burn clock and have them use their time timeout. Okay, whereas you could have scored and made the extra point and made it a two-possession game. Yes. And then the clock would have been completely on your side. And it would have, I mean. But, but they would have had two minutes instead of 44 seconds. And been down by nine. I'm, I'm just telling I'm you. Just, I, yeah, I, I, well, I know I was there. I'm kind of asking to myself. I, it doesn't make any sense, though. Had it still been a one-possession game with a two-point conversion or whatever, yes, then it would have made sense. But all they needed was an extra point to make it a nine-point game. And I just, I mean, I, I'm with I, you. it just doesn't make. But that's the way Kirk coaches. I mean, in the fourth quarter when they're ahead, he's playing against the clock more than the opponent. Uh, completely. And that's just always been his way. Whether And he's done pretty well with it. Yes, you know? he has. But there's times where it's backfired, too. If that had backfired Saturday, oh, oh, I just can't even imagine the the fall fallout. Oh, it would have been interesting to see what Don Patterson would have said. 
you know, but yeah, it, it would have. Well, as it was, he sure didn't agree with Kirk. No, he didn't, but he always presents it in a nice, you know, because yeah. you know, Don's not going to ever cross the line. He, you know, he's an Iowa coach, but he can get his opinion across. I mean, he's not afraid to say something that may question what they do over there, which is kind of nice about having Don on. But yeah, Kirk's made some, that's to me one of weir- Kirk's weirdest decisions. Yeah, it, I would have liked to have seen a little uh, naked rollout or something. Just something. Or, or even a rollout, you know, look for your tight end. And, and my guess is Kirk's there. thinking is, yeah, he rolls out. Let's say the ball hits off his hip. It bounces. Illinois runs it back 95 yards for a touchdown. I think that's how he thinks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I and that's right. just, I mean, I don't know. Is paranoid the right word? Or more? <laughs> okay. I think no, I, <laughs> comfort level is, I, I don't know that it's paranoid. I don't think he believes in either quarterback right now fully. Oh, I agree with that. I and, mean, and I think that was He can't believe in Padilla yet no. completely cuz he's played in one and no, a half games. Yeah, and he and, and Spencer has struggled at times. Yeah, so I mean, I just don't think he I think you go to your comfort level and that's his his comfort level. Okay, here's one before we go. Do you think Padilla plays start to finish Saturday? Um, yes. I do too. Yes. I mean, let's say I was down ten to three at halftime. Padilla is like seven at six of fifteen for like fifty yards and an interception. Would you think they start Petrus in the second half? I think they would start Padilla, and if he goes three and out, then, out. then perhaps he's out. And then I don't think under those circumstances the fans would boo if Petrus. No, probably not. If if Padilla is given a fair chance and struggles and, and they're behind just not getting it done then no i think the fans would be supportive of that. so do you think if petra started saturday you think the fans would boo yes you think a lot would boo uh, i think it would be very clear and i think kirk deep down knows that and he would never admit that's part of his decision and i don't really think it is part of his decision but i think deep down he doesn't mind avoiding that circumstance for having because i'm with tom i think and I think whatever students were there, I think they would boo too, and that would just be a horrible optic Hello. for a kid who doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Let's say uh, Padilla um, drives them down and they score on their first four possessions, and he ends up with like hitting three out of four bombs. Does Petra see the field again this year? Probably not. He might see it in the fourth quarter of the Iowa Illinois game tomorrow because we'll be so far ahead that. We don't lose the game. But they also may put Hogan in a situation like that. Oh, that's possible, too. But, but yeah, if that scenario happens, I mean, yeah. I mean, hell, I don't know if Tom Brady would see the field. If, if, if he, <laughs> so what did you say? You said he'd throw four touchdown passes, three of them bombs in the first well, half? Just, no, three. No, um, his first four drives are scores. But during the game, he has throws four bombs and connects on three of them. Not necessarily scoring. It's just he's throwing the long ball and they're catching that sounds good to me. Yeah, no, I that would be very hard for Kirk to justify not playing Alex for the rest of the season, unless there's mop up duty. Well, and but Kirk's also he's been ahead quite a bit and not put in the second guy. I could see him leaving Padilla in there just to get more experience. Well, that's oh, I could too. too. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, it it will be interesting. I I don't have a really gut feeling how. Padilla's going to play. I don't. Do you? Well, we've talked mostly about Padilla. What about our running attack? Do you think we're going to be able to run the ball? Yeah, some. They they give up 150 a game, 152, and I mean, what they have last week, 78, 72 yards. Yeah, I think so. I'm guessing they'll get somewhere between 75 and 150. I'm. I mean, Illinois' run defense is not very good. They're ranked 10th, 
So, but like I said, I don't ever, I don't have much faith in the Iowa running game. And so they're a little I? better than the Northwestern. Yeah, defense. a little better than Northwestern. Uh-huh. But I don't have a lot of faith in the Iowa running well, game. Well, why would you? I know, and really, why would you? So, but I think Padilla's ability to move the pocket and his mobility, I think that will, I think that will help some. So we'll see. But no, I just don't have a lot of faith in the Iowa running. And with Illinois, it's tough to read which team shows up. Yeah, I mean, they beat Penn State, and then a week later, they score six points and lose at home to Rutgers. I mean, it's a really up-and-down team. Yeah, And I just is. don't know what to expect. And I know they've had a bye week, and that should definitely I – mean, it shouldn't hurt. That helps teams heal up, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, but it also might throw you off here. But I just think Iowa's a better team. Man. It certainly didn't help Iowa going no, into Wisconsin. God, no. no, but I think Iowa could have had a month to prepare for that game. That wouldn't have <laughs> uh, did, Absolutely. I think a lot of that was just the opponent and – what have you. But, no, it'll be interesting to see how Illinois handles things tomorrow. I mean, both teams still have a lot to play for. Iowa's trying to win 10 games, trying to still win the division. Illinois is still trying to finish with a winning record. Yeah. I mean, they're 6-6. Six and six, But 6-6 six and six wouldn't get them to a bowl game, though, would it? You can't go to Oh, a, probably. Yeah. yeah. I thought you had to have seven. No. No, you, no six. Oh, they changed it because yeah. when they had it as seven – they didn't have they enough. Had, they never had enough teams. So yeah. six and six. Yeah. They yeah because Lovey had them at Lovey had them at six and six. They got to a bowl game, lost and went six to seven. Right. Six and seven. That's right. So yeah, if they could get six wins, because I do think they're going to beat Northwestern. I do see. Although that's sometimes a game that Pitts will rise up and win that game, but that's a very favorable opportunity for them to win. Though, so Iowa is could be the difference in them having a winning season. So yeah, they got a lot to play for. There's a ton to play for. And for both teams. Hello. Hasn't there been some discussion about taking some five-win teams this year? If they have to, they'll do whatever they can. I mean, yeah, because yeah. they've got – how many bowl games? I think there's 74 teams? spots to fill, and there's only like 120 <laughs> some. Yeah, there's too many. And there's 126 teams or Something whatever like it is? Yeah, I mean, it's just two-thirds of the teams go to bowl games. Some reporter asked Brett that at his weekly press conference, if they could get in with five. What'd Brett say? He wasn't worried about – he was just worried about Iowa. Didn't okay. Really about it. Coach speak. There you go. Yeah. One game at a time. Yeah. Right. Yep. Woke. <laughs> I just like saying that. Chief State. Woke's my favorite. Yeah. I, I think I've decided woke it. is my favorite. Woke. It's one word. It's easy to say. <laughs> and, I mean, lock her up's three words. That's too hard. Well, then stop the steals, three words. Stop the yeah. steals, three words, yeah. too. But woke is just. What's the stupid Brandon thing now? Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Or, yeah. But it's not let's go. What is it? Yeah. Is that let's go, Brand? You know how and that stems from the that? fu Biden. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. That's what it, it's code for. That how stupid? It's just ridiculous. You think there's you people know. in this country wishing ill health on Biden today? Yes, of course. Yes. Sure. No, this is this country is mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think the whole country is mean, but there's a large enough segment. Uh, there's mean on both sides. For sure. But the right well, seems to be, their mean seems to be bonding together more. I'm not, yeah, I'm not choosing sides. I'm saying, no, there's. The country is mean. mean. The country is mean. Yeah. Uh, and, and social media Democrats, has Democrats, Republicans, yes. libertarians, And social whatever. media is taking it to a whole new level. Yeah. It really hasn't been good. And uh, uh, seriously, uh, the more I read about Facebook, uh, and not just in this country, but what they're doing. Uh, in the Sudan and Myanmar and and these other countries, he you know he's got to be uh, Zuckerberg's got to be taken out of that position. I know he started the company and everything, but he's not 
he doesn't operate in good faith uh, whatsoever. And yeah. it, it's just, it really has become, it's really worse than Twitter. Facebook is? Yeah, because it's got more influence than Twitter. But is it as easy to hide and to just... You're getting, whereas Twitter is just out and out, you know, one-liners and mean. Brian Ferentz said okay. Twitter is not the real world. No, not at all. Did you guys hear that? He said yeah. that on his um, Zoom yeah. call because mm -hmm. yeah. he, he was asked about the Tyrone Tracy stuff, and he just says they can't. He said, he goes, you know, he want, he, he said the right things about Tyrone. We want yeah. But he said, he goes, but we're not going to worry because Twitter's not the real world. That's, what, that's how he phrased it. I don't it. think it is. But Facebook is more... Ref Facebook presents this stuff as fact, whereas you go to Twitter and it gets so ridiculous. But those are still people behind all yes. the dailies oh, that yeah. vote. So it yeah. is real. Well, it's real to a, to a lot of people, but not, you know... I don't think it's real to most people. Well, it would be completely different on Twitter if you weren't allowed to use aliases. Don't you agree? Yeah. If you had to attach your name to all that stuff, well, I, don't I think, think they would be a lot better. I don't think near as much stuff, but then they wouldn't have near as many people on it probably, and then it wouldn't work. Then it wouldn't be the money but, maker. But that's but Twitter really isn't going after the they got the extremes, but they're not going after the extreme no twitter just allows you to get on there and say yeah. pretty much whatever you want yeah where hide it's not the wild west yeah. yeah whereas facebook is actually uh with their algorithms <clears throat> they go <clears throat> excuse me to both extremes they are playing to extreme and it's yeah. all to make money it's what i you know i used to tell you uh and it's the way that this station uh began is this station is emotional Mm -hmm. uh, we want to stir emotion, okay? But I think we put the brakes on it justifiably when it gets too out of out of you know out of sorts. Whereas Facebook really doesn't. Well, yeah, you, you ban callers. You, yeah, you 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 stir emotions, and that's what, you know how you make. Wasn't that impact. a that was Aerosmith, wasn't it? Uh, sweet, sweet emotions. emotions. Damn, I always miss those up. Sweet I hated that song. Emotion. Did not. Like yeah, that not song. my favorite. Yeah. I'm not an Aerosmith. How about fan. Whitney Houston? So emotional. I get so emotional. I think that's baby. a good song. No, I like Whitney Houston yeah. a lot. She was, she was yeah. hot in her day, though. Yeah, oh, great God singer. Soul. Yeah. Man, was she hot in her day. Yeah, she was Beyonce before Beyonce. And hey, before we wrap, I know you were talking the trial. I I actually watched a half an hour of that prosecutor at the trial in Georgia. Yeah. She just destroyed that guy. Why did they let him testify? I don't know. It was just a... Well... I'm beginning... To, if they don't find they him... They let him testify, and he seems to have been truthful. Which to his seems, own detriment. Yeah. To, which yeah. he just buried him. He destroyed himself. Yeah. Because he was so honest and transparent. Yeah. And um, I'm with you on that one now. If they can't find him guilty of something, then I'm still not convinced the kid up in Wisconsin is going to get... But that one, and that was get some, something. That was some pretty powerful testimony yesterday, and she was really good. That prosecutor, man, she was good. Yeah, she knew exactly what she was doing. Do you think we're going to have any verdicts today? I think we'll have the, yeah, the Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Oh, you think that will be before Arbery? Yeah, because yeah. they're not even going to. I mean, they've gone home. Well, they're asking for a plea, plea deal. Well, they got and they turned, turned it down. down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's a sign that they're worried. But So if Rittenhouse is just found completely innocent, what do you think happens? Uh, there's going to be a lot of trouble in Kenosha. 
a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. What if he's found guilty to the fullest? I think they're still going to... I don't think he will. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't either. Not, not to the fullest. I don't no, either. No, he's going to get... I would think he'll get guilty on... And like manslaughter or something like that. He'll yes. go to jail for uh, 10, uh, 10 to 15. I hope right. so. I think it'll be 5 to 10. I think it'll be 1 to 3. Yeah. I think that uh, they better put him in solitary. And then when... It, then when he's out, then what's it, the guy from Florida with the big forehead? Can didn't he say he wants to hire him as his intern? Yeah, I can't remember his name. I can never remember his name. The guy from Florida with, with the Gates. big head. Gates, Gates, big forehead. Yeah, he's got a big forehead. Okay. He looks like um, Beavis. He really does sort of <laughs> yeah. look like Beavis. Yeah, and I'm sorry to Beavis to to, to compare you. Yeah, to don't him. compare. That's not fair to beloved uh, cartoon characters to him. Remember Todd? <laughs> yeah. You remember when he made Beavis and Butthead pay him $50 so he could trash his house at a party? Yeah. Remember that one? I saw that one. I love that. Remember Todd's friend who never said anything? He wore the wife beater with the cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. He had that cheap tattoo. I love that show. Honest <laughs> to God. Mr. Anderson, where's that goddamn hippie clerk when he's in the store searching? I love that line. That's a good show. Oh, the greatest great. episode was the last one where the principal dies. And they just step over him and walk into what the sunset. What did he die of? Just say, got so heart, mad he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. Yeah. And they just stepped over him. Does that surprise you, though? What do you think the they sunset? were going to do? I just, I'm surprised they didn't risk it, go through his pockets. <laughs> but the movie no, itself. They, they weren't, they were never like, uh, you know, thieves or anything like that. Too stupid. The no. movie itself, though, Beavis and Butthead do America. I didn't like that. The thing that was good yeah, about those characters good. is they never learned. No. Well, that's true. No, there was no evolution. No. 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 <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I was, uh, you were talking about the head coach with COVID being with, or being in contact with the team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NCAA rules is the coach can talk to the team up to 90 minutes okay, prior that's, to kickoff. That's right. Yeah, during the game, I do remember. Um, we had a discussion about that last year. Thanks for. But can he have a discussion with his staff during the game? No, I don't. I, they, well, that if would, it's with the team, I would assume not. No, okay. I, you know he's right though. That's right. Yeah. Um, Ninety minutes prior. So all right, great. Thank so you yeah, so during much. the game itself, Brett's not going to be able to. Hey, I watched be watching it on TV and yeah, let's so do a draw play here. I do remember um, we wrote about that last year or two years ago when they implemented that rule when COVID came out, and that's probably the right thing to do, don't you think? Yeah, I, I I don't have a. I mean, I mean. So you don't think Brett will be texting or? Yeah, sure he will. I, I don't. I, think I don't. We all do. I don't think he will. <laughs> I don't think he will. And they'll delete him. <laughs> but I mean, if what they, if he's on Twitter? <laughs> if they can't beat if they can't beat uh, Illinois with Brett texting, then you know, then they're not as good as we think they are. Because we can say all we want. This is not a great Illinois football. No, game. of course it's not. It's at home. I mean, these next two games are against two teams that are pretty mediocre. I mean, Illinois has had some good games. Yes. They've had some bad games. They've had some bad games. I mean, Texas San Antonio is a good team, but still, it's Texas San Antonio. The Rutgers loss was just, that was really bad. I just, they're a tough team to read. If Iowa can stop them from running, then Brandon Peters is going to be in trouble. Well, I've never been a big Brandon Peters fan. I haven't either. He's... He's got the edge and experience, but he's yep. also struggled at both Michigan and Illinois. Yes. He's played a lot of football, but he's played a lot of mediocre football. Yeah, exactly. So 
We'll see. I'm just glad that the weather looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. That'll be good. God, we're trying to get a rental car for Nebraska. I can't find a rental car for less than $450. Isn't that weird? Wow. I know. I just never imagined that. I mean, I mean, and then well, plus throw, the rental cars shortage is a lot of places. I mean, I got a rental car for Northwestern. It was 80 bucks. But this one, you also have to pick it up on Thursday. Or, yeah, I could pick it up on, we'd have to pick it up on Thursday, Thanksgiving, or when, I don't even know if they're open. It's just, it's just, I cannot believe how expensive it will be to use a rental car to get to Lincoln. Because I'm not driving my own car. And, but is that strictly because it's Thanksgiving? They just up the... Uh, part of it is because shorted? a lot of the uh, rental agencies, they weren't renting them out last year, so they sold them to dealerships. Yeah, I did read about that. Yes, yeah. That's but right. yeah, no, that's a lot of money to drive over to Lincoln, Nebraska for the football game. But yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll see. Anthony was kind of like Beavis and Buddy. I mean, I still see he, more tattoo. It was one huge difference. Anthony was real smart. Oh, he was real smart, but he didn't learn any. I mean, I think he's got more Herve Velasquez. <laughs> he did tell him something, and it wasn't like it changed anything. So he didn't have any Herve Velasquez in him. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he was no. mean. Huh? Anthony was mean. He could be. Uh, he could be mean. Like Hervey. I mean, he uh, his last straw was uh, when the uh, new owner of the station came in, and they bought KFMH, and they bought the station he was at, 97X, and it was uh, uh, March 16th. And he went up to Anthony, and he said, uh, here... And he gave him a costume shop. And he goes, I want you to dress up as a leprechaun. <laughs> and uh, kind of mean. <laughs> Anthony said, F you. And walked out. See, Herbie Velichez would have done it. Comes in here and hands me a card. And it says, uh, Anthony Weller, private detective. Court comers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you're, <laughs> and I did. I said, you're hired. I just thought, because I had heard him on, on the other station when we were competing, and I just like Was he ripping you? Huh? Was he ripping you? No, we didn't. No. He didn't start ripping until he got here? Yeah. He would rip me here. <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah. Well, we'd get into it here. He was mean. <clears throat> he could be mean. He was mean. But he was smart. Yeah. No, very smart. And very funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, you didn't think it was funny at the time, Suter. When that phone rang. Sorry, Suter, man. <laughs> when that phone rang. What, with an advertiser <laughs> dropping or something like that? There was we, a fair amount of that. <laughs> we lost some. But we also gained some, so, yeah, you know, who knows? Yeah, we gained some, yeah. So, it all evens out. Yeah. Okay, it's well. what they say. Um, Iowa football tomorrow at 1. And let's see. Wrestling um, tonight at 7. Wrestling at 7. Women's basketball Sunday after, what time is it, 2? 2. 2. And then, when, God, the men play again on Monday. Monday against, um, let's see, they have left. They have Western Michigan, which lost last night by 15 or 20 to a Division II team. <laughs> so, man, really looking forward to that game. And then after that, they have Portland State. Then they travel down to play Virginia on the 29th. And then they're at Purdue. We'll start, I mean, the, We're going to know a lot here by the first week of January. My problem is they're going to go into that Virginia game without being tested at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is not a great Virginia team. No, it is not. Now, it's still going to be a tough out there, and I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa lost. But my biggest concern, well, Iowa will go in there without having trailed this year, without having been pushed at all, other than a little bit by Missouri or by North Carolina Central. I'm not sure what's going to happen in these next two games. My concern, though, is that Virginia game will be the only game Iowa has with real intense circumstances before playing at Purdue. Well, the Purdue game, I'm not uh, – I, I don't even want to think about that. I, there's been too many horror shows down there over the years with different coaches. And even when they're not very good. Uh, yes. And no, they're I, really good this year. But going into that building, I, I'm i not sure I'm going to watch it. I think I'll tape it and – If they get killed, you won't watch it. And if – yeah, if it's a blowout, I won't watch it. I don't think they're going to get killed, but who knows. I mean, I – We'll just have to wait and see. Like I said, I just wish they had a Drake or a U and I game under their belt before they go play Virginia. Yeah, because I, 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 I just think that gets them more battle tested. I mean, last night, what did they other than a victory? What did they gain from last night and letting everyone play? I mean, what did they gain? Uh, a lot of guys made some threes, gained some confidence, maybe. Uh, but I, are you still convinced it's a great three point shooting team? I'm not. No, because the night before or the game before they made four. Well, plus that team stayed in zone defense the whole night last night. I'll give Fran credit. Fran could have just, oh yeah, this team's got Gruer. You know, people have been questioning our three point. No reason you should. Fran's when he was asked about the twenty threes, he's like, well, you know, they stayed in the zone the whole time, and he goes, teams are not going to do that. So he pretty much kind of put a kibosh on this narrative that this is a great three-point shooting team based on what happened last night, that team never left the zone. My guess is because it was too tired from Probably. playing five road games in ten days. But, yeah, they're not, some of those threes, they were wide open. Yeah, absolutely. Just wide open. And, and we missed a fair amount of wide open ones. Mm -hmm. So my question is, and I don't know where to find the information, but um, Iowa had 23s, they had 11. That's got to be close to an arena record for both teams, doesn't it? Well, 31? 20 was a program record for Iowa. Right. So 31 between two teams, that's a lot of yeah, threes. Yeah, a lot of threes. Yeah, I, I don't know. They didn't announce anything about that, a record. Like, at least I'm not aware that they did. But, yeah. I was, didn't hear it. Yeah. It was a lot of threes. But, I'm, like I said, that game never, ever had any drama other than Zero. getting Bohannon's. It was nice to get Bohannon's thing done at a somewhat early yes, it time was. just to get it out of the way. Because I, I know Fran said that they weren't thinking about it, but I I still think it was weighing on Jordan. And I thought it was cool that John Diebler called Jordan afterwards that and congratulated him. I thought that Good was for neat, him. That was a, I think that was a classy move and teased him about playing in so many games and what have you. But, but no, it was nice to get that over with, and that's something Jordan can – that's also the kind of record that may – and how many he's going to add on. I mean, Jordan still has 30 games to play almost. If he stays healthy. I mean, he's going to yeah. have – you know, by the time he's done, he's going to have close to 200 games under his belt. Yeah. And I, that record may never be broken because they're not going to see a lot of guys playing six years and going through a pandemic to give them <laughs> – I mean, it's – Well, let's hope it well, doesn't happen yeah. again. I mean, it's been really unique circumstances yeah. that have yeah. allowed this to happen. But – it's still, you know, it's still hard to make 378 three-pointers regardless of the circumstances. Yep, so it is. You've got to give him his due. Yep. So should we end it on that? Let's end it on that. Congratulations, Jordan Bohannon. And let's go Gear Hawks. Go Hawks. upon us in Dirk's.